When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing well. You know, we usually start with a normal life banter, but I will say I'm in a good mood strictly because of this band that we're talking about yeah, and yeah. listening to them on the walk over. Brought it was just like immediate nostalgia in sure. a way that uh, you don't get too often. Yep, uh, we are uh, of course talking about LFO. You saw it in the in the title of the episode with Brandon Collins. This was uh, oh, by the way, hello Brandon, thanks for coming. <laughs> also, let's go, Brandon. I, I think I think you're yeah right. Uh, I think your audience should also know I'm a black guy. Uh, who <laughs> loves this band. Well, I that's in the that's, title also. Yeah, I put that in there. <laughs> that's a really important feature to know. That is very important. Uh, I was shocked. So me and Brandon just uh, were on Doug Loves Movies on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Uh, you were the only one I cared about the game. I cared. Here's Brandon. <laughs> no one. I'm going to tell you why I cared about the game. Yeah. I came in hot, beca- and I, uh, I, you know, we don't have to get into it. I got fucked in that game. <laughs> I got. Uh, if you listen to Douglas movies this from this past Sunday, <laughs> I did the best I could possibly do in that game and still fucking lost because uh, the first question was uh, very biased. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, Brandon was a great contestant on it. But uh, he, I, I plugged my. Uh, I plugged our podcast on it, and immediately Brandon was like, "Oh, I have a great idea for that," <laughs> and and he pitched LFO, and I was like, "You are absolutely right. That is." I, and it, lately, uh, we've been doing some weird episodes. We did like Joni Mitchell, Mickey Avalon fit the concept Ooh, pretty well. Happy birthday! Yeah, Joni Mitchell <laughs> surprise. Happy birthday! Well, Joni Mitchell was more of a. We've been doing these appreciation episodes. Oh, okay. But my favorite episodes, I mean, the ones that I have the most fun with. Or when it's like true to the original concept, yeah. which is bands that people make fun of, and this one truly gets oh, yeah. made fun of. But uh, just because I put, I left a pin in it. Uh, the reason I was very competitive about the fucking Douglas movies games is in the past. Doug, DLM fans have come at me hard about like not being good at the games or like oh, they man. hate my laugh or something. They're fucking mean to me, man. <laughs> yeah, so sorry, I came in like so nice the, I'm sure they are. Some people they're very nice to. Some people they are not. And uh, I've never had a, a fan base be meaner to me than uh, than. And it's only like a handful of people, but they're you know how those. Also, oh, you never did O and A no, well, no. <laughs> did you? Uh, I did a few stuff with Kumia, like with Bobby Kelly and stuff, like back in. Dude, you're yeah. out of your fucking mind. I, I would not set <laughs> foot in the fucking Kumia. It was some wild shirt shit. <laughs> and wild Sorry. shirt. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, all right. Well, so um, by the way, let's let's give you a plug for your podcast right off the bat. You were just talking talking about it. It's a, a Rotten Tomatoes affiliated medium popcorn. That's right. Uh, yep. You and Justin Brown, is that correct? Yeah, it's my friend Justin Brown, and we uh, we review a movie every week. Um, it's there's no specific theme. It's all over the place. Um, we have a lot of fun. We like usually tell personal stories. So I know I've mentioned LFO quite a few times <laughs> yeah. on the, the podcast. And um, we also have a YouTube channel that uh, has a lot of celebrity interviews. I most recently Ooh. interviewed uh, soon, I guess, to be Oscar host, uh, Regina Hall. Oh, wow. And so I came Brown about a Sundance movie they did. And then I've like, I've been to Jamie Foxx and yeah, wow. Samuel Jackson stuff. So it's, it's cool. And so check it out. Medium popcorn, mediumpopcorn.com. Get over Very there. Cool. Friend of the show, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the tonight show together yeah, i was in the hallway with him each together. other <laughs> <laughs> i did see him in the hallway he remembers cool. me though <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I remember him saying hey tommy I was like, how does he know that guy's name <laughs> and i said that guy <laughs> i forgot tommy's name the second i got on the tonight show um by the way uh, i want to give a uh a little shout out to the, all the people in albany uh, who might be listening now maybe two people um but i was there with uh also a friend of the show, uh, one of the uh, most recurring guests, Shane Torres. Oh, uh, he's in the top two. I don't know if he's number one or yeah, uh, Tim and Lee's battling uh, yeah. it out. But uh, yeah, fun shows. Thanks to everybody who came out. Uh, and uh, it was crazy. Uh, it was a hectic weekend at the old Albany mm-hmm. Funny Bone. But highlights of the trip. I um, I set the record on the uh, Dave and Buster's Papa shot. Wow, I'm I didn't know that. different, and people yeah. need to know. Um, I was uh, just blowing kids' minds out there. Uh, and if, if I'm I, glad he said mine. I was about to say if, if Tommy were telling the story. Uh, anyway, how was your weekend, Tommy? Yeah, it was good until the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, the Super Bowl really fucked us both. Brandon, yeah. you said you, you don't really care about. The I don't. Super Bowl, I only right? care about the commercials, yeah. and they were all on YouTube. So, yeah. and they were got bad. my Jurassic World trailer. I got sure. my Doctor Strange. I was good to go. Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. uh, and also the Nope trailer? That yeah, was, that was oh, that that's was awesome. Fun. But I don't follow Jordan Peele's trailers after seeing uh, us, just because they're just completely like they're all red herring. So sure. like you, you just watch it for the visuals. But I'm like, I'm not trying to dissect this at all. Yeah, fair like a lot of other people are fair enough. Uh, yeah, that uh, <laughs> I drove back uh, the night after the Saturday night. Me and Shane decided to drive back. Uh, did Douglas movies had a sketch on Sunday, and I was like, I'm getting the work in, and then I got the Super Bowl. I'm gonna have the time of my <laughs> life. <laughs> I show up. We in our little group chat. We were like, we. We, it was a big debate on where the fuck to watch the game. Mm. We ended up settling on a place, and uh, I know that it was mentioned in there that we could bring food. And um, I was like, I'll like bring some pizzas or something because it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Last second, I was like starving, so I was like, I'm gonna grab some a bunch of chips and shit too. I'm sure other people will be bringing those as well, so I'll bring some dips and stuff. But uh, the we're there for what six hours. Not one person brought one thing <laughs> besides oh, no. the shit that I got. So it was so much pressure to to get the pizzas and shit. But and then of course the Bengals lost Tommy and I a lot of money. And uh we are well, Odell Beckham's leg lost me a lot of money. What's that? Odell Beckham's Odell, leg. Odell lost me a Beckham lot of money. uh yeah, fucked us both too. Yeah. If he had gotten ten more yards ten more before yards, uh, getting I had, injured. Yep. I celebrated uh at the first party I was at by jumping up and down saying I'm gonna win eight hundred dollars. And then I was 
was yep. 10 yards short because he got injured yep. horrifically the oh, next play. Geez. We need you guys to get on the Patreon, man. <laughs> we owe, we are in point. a lot of debt. <laughs> We're in so much trouble, guys. <laughs> if you like to listen to Tommy with legs. <laughs> uh, no. You know what's funny is because that's the second time you've said that. Yep. You said that in Doug Lowe's movies, too. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Are you all right? No, no, we're not yet. <laughs> I said uh, on Douglas movies. I think I said if the, if if the coin flip is heads, I'm a dead man. <laughs> well, that, yeah, we'll, we'll start talking about LFO after this. But yeah. our oh, fr- friend of the show, foe of the show, Ari Finlan, said so many times that tails was a lock, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, a coin toss can't be a lock. It's not possible. Hammer tails. Hammer tails. Tails is a lock, and of course it was heads. Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> so funny to me. That's how you start the game too. He's just like shit. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, just immediately like hiding. Yeah. Uh, last last thing, uh, I do want to apologize to the listeners for how pissed off I was last week. <laughs> I was in a fucking mood because we lost an entire episode right before record, mm. like re-recording. Also, just going through some shit that day. Uh, but then, um, also, I was listening to, to Tim and Micah's podcast, and t- Tim told Micah I was in a bad mood because I lost at 2K. I was like, that's not why I was <laughs> in a bad mood, you fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway, let's get into LFO. Right. So, obviously, uh, we all know the... Their major hit, the one that the one that shot them to the stars, uh, <laughs> Summer Girls. You did not put that summertime on the Summertime Girls. Is it called Summertime, summertime Girls? Summertime Girls, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, let me uh, pull up the old song. Well, let's play a minute, because you, yeah, you didn't put this on the The people playlist. will kill us if we don't play a and little bit of it. And it is, of course, called <laughs> Summer Girls. Oh, Summer Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Mandela Effect. I think I was mixing again. up uh, Fresh Prince and stuff. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But I don't listen. You know oh, what's funny is that's... mashup. <laughs> That's actually the one uh, song on their, you know, self-titled album that yeah. I really don't like. I remember wow. actually not liking them when they first came on TRL, the yeah. Summer Girls, because they had the the line uh, Abercrombie uh, and Fitch. They yeah, talked about yeah. that, and at the time, like you know, I I grew up only a child, single mother, and sure. I was in the suburbs. But like she did the best she could, and mm-hmm. so I couldn't afford Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch. And so I was like, I'm never gonna look cool like these guys. Yep. Fuck them because they had you know, the video they had all the girls in the bikinis and like. Ooh, Ooh, yay, mm-hmm, they're kind mm-hmm. of singing. And uh, I was like, man, I'm never going to be that cool. <laughs> but then Girl on TV changed me. That turned me around. Well, listen to that first on the, out of the playlist. But if we don't give people a taste of summer, summer girls, <laughs> they're going to, they'll be riding in the streets. So it's such a crazy song. It's insane. <laughs> it's, so it's truly cool. insane. And it's like, it's also like, it's such a good example of what I'm going to, the case that I'm going to make uh, eventually. And I'm, I do enjoy. I was really into them as a as a teen or whatever. When Summer Girls came out, I did love it, even though I also couldn't afford Abercrombie yeah. and I couldn't fit in it because I was a little fat kid. So <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't wear the Same, shit I was anyway. A little chubby too. <laughs> so I was pissed off about all that, but I did think this song was cool <laughs> as hell. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
since that summer, since that summer. Hip hop, marmalade, spick and span. Met you one summer and it all began. Uh, Rich. You were the best girl that I ever did see. The great Larry Bird jersey. Immediate non sequiturs. You have to hear that. Yeah. You got to get That's what I wanted to get to because I think that that is everything we need to know about LFO. (laughs) No point to even saying that, but he rhymes, uh, he rhymes, uh, what is it, Hornet and and Sornet. Sonnet. He turns into Sornet. When you take a sip, you buzz like a Hornet. Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of Sornets, which is funny, but it's. If they had a whole catalog of shit that was like ironic and funny, I would be like, okay, these guys are I, they're pranksters. I think that's why, like, as comedians, like we can see kind of mm-hmm. the joke that they probably did it because they took it so seriously. Yes. But it's just so like, like, like we keep saying insane. And I can't imagine Rich, who wrote most of the lyrics, like sitting down or writing this shit and be like, yeah, this is gonna it's gonna <laughs> rock the boat. Like it's yeah. So <laughs> the lyrics are so crazy. Like, He's at like a writer's like, retreat, a, <laughs> like by the fire. <laughs> I, I was reading uh, an Esquire piece from the the only surviving. Uh, we we I, I said this before we started recording. We're not going to talk a lot about this. Oh, this was written by Dave Holmes. Um, oh, shit, that's interesting. Uh, their story is very tragic, and yes. I feel really sorry for them and their families. Like uh, I know at least one of them had like six kids. Uh, two of the of the three technically four members have uh, passed away from cancer it's very sad D- definitely not making any jokes at that expense uh and but brad went like completely crazy with like pro-life stuff and he yeah, like he's he, like, like super he harasses women outside of abortion clinics oh, and stuff i didn't yeah. know that a little, uh, got a little crazy good. so this is brad i believe it's fischetti or fischetti yep. baschetti um never know how he actually sounds <laughs> though yeah on yeah. the song it's like it's really hard for you to it's like Lance Bass and yeah. Sync. Like you don't really know where they're coming in because mm-hmm. Devin does a lot of like the heavy lifting with singing, yeah. and then Rich is like the smooth operator that comes in, mm-hmm. and then they have the original dude who's still on the subtitle album because the yeah. the album didn't want to erase it because they liked the song so much. Uh, so it's just this random guy so who's on these LFO songs. I know uh, way too much about this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was reading this thing. I didn't. I didn't even realize Dave. Dave Holmes is the one that put this together. Uh, we all know from uh, Twitter and podcasts and stuff. He wrote a great book too. Twenty one oh, songs. That's uh, great. Dave oh, Holmes went to uh, David Holmes. He went to the same uh, college that I did. Oh damn! Yeah. Well, look at that. Um, all right. So I found it, within here there's a there's a part about the the way the song uh, went because this was their big. Their big hit, uh, LFO, went platinum largely off of the popularity of the pop rap single Summer Girls. Uh, he says, we really did start off as a rap group, so hitting with a singing song. <laughs> this is so funny. Listening to the playlist you sent over, you're like, it's in all what rapping. world are they rappers? But- well, it, well, it's all Rich trying to rap. It's like Vanilla <laughs> yeah. Ice if like, he like grew up in the suburbs, right? Yeah. It's it's a, uh, But it's for me, it's... It reminds me of a time when I was a hopeless romantic, like the kid yeah. watching romantic comedies on the uh-huh. weekend, uh, and just like couldn't fit in. And I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah, I love pop with a little rap. Like this makes me feel like I, I found my place." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of the lyrics of LFO, and my, my my black comedian friends are like, "What the fuck, bro? <laughs> where would you put them? Where would you put Rich on your top five MCs?" <laughs> <laughs> he has what all a- five sluts. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. That's a weird. Question. I would love to see him doing a versus. <laughs> 
Christ. Tim versus Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> That'd be. Oh my God. If he followed up. Uh, Black and the Berry Sweet and Juice is just like, all right, summer girls. Y'all know what time it is. Um, <laughs> all right. Crazy sketch. Uh, Fischetti says, uh, it really allowed us to show that we could write music, which most groups like us didn't do at the time. Summer Girls is breezy and infectious, and I say this with awe and respect, one of the strangest pop hits of all time. The first <laughs> verse starts... Hip-hop marmalade spick and span, and things get weirder from there. Even the users of Genius.com can't help you. All they have to say about this line is that marmalade is jam-like breakfast spread. Often put on toast. The lyrics are so stream of consciousness. Oh, this is uh, Holmes talking. He says, I tell Fischetti that they almost qualify as psychedelia. And he says, I can tell you Rich was not on acid or anything like that. He hastens to point out. He was just a beautiful lyricist. Some people say it doesn't make any sense. I say it may not make sense, but it did make dollars. Oh, gosh. You know, when I read that, I didn't put together the pun. Um, that sucks. Um, yeah, so that song was between... Actually, this is a fun little guessing game here. So this is uh, the summer of 1999. Yep. This song went to number three. What songs was it between? What two songs was it between? Because it lists two here. What do you think? 1999. Is there Ooh. Britney Spears in there? Close. Share. Christina Aguilera? Christina Aguilera okay. is in there with the song. Um, Dirty? 99. No. no. Yeah. Uh, Genie in a Bottle. Genie in a Bottle, yeah. baby. 1999, that was her first album. I have a uh. feeling that that was probably number four. And then the other song is number two, I have to imagine, based on uh, its popularity. Backstreet's you know, back, all right. No, but one of the words you just said is in the song. Um, let me think if I can give you a hint that wouldn't immediately give it away. It was in, It's in the trailer of a lot of movies, I want to say. And specifically, I remember the Nickelodeon film Snow Day. Uh, oh. it, was, it, was the, it was in the trailer for that, and it made me hype to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still blanking. I, I wanna, I'm thinking Smash Mouth, but... You might be thinking correctly. Oh, really? <laughs> it is Smash Mouth. Oh, All Star. <laughs> it is All Star. Yeah. Nice team effort. I kept trying to think of back, songs with back in them. Yeah, but it, was it was all. all. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was the hardest word for me to guess. Uh, it was a fun little guessing game. That I actually wanted, I was went better say, than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe how fast you got there. I, was, I almost gave you a Shrek, but I felt like that would be, oh, be yeah. too Yeah, that would have given it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty... Pretty wild stuff, but uh, you heard All Star, you got hyped for a movie, <laughs> dude. You kidding me? I remember that. That was like All Star and uh, and and LFO's shit. Like, really take me back to a moment where it's like I was watching the Disney Channel all the time, and fucking uh, they would play these music videos, and I would just get hyped. <laughs> Smash Mouth. I remember I tweeted out one time. Have we ever seen the lead singer Smash Mouth and Guy Fieri in the same place? <laughs> yep. Because he looks. They, I mean, they that's just indicative of the times. Of, they yeah. all look crazy. In these yep, music videos. Yep. But uh, I don't know what's going. I haven't. Have we ever done a Smash Mouth episode? Yeah, we yeah, did, we did we? Um, with uh, the guy from Canada. Oh shit, that's right. Oh would yeah, be a Canadian. that's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah, uh, that guy from Canada. That's all right. Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stop podcasting yourself. <laughs> oh, Graham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Graham Clark. Um, I totally forgot that he did did that. Uh, I knew I knew that he did the potty. We gotta have him back. You wanted to do Kiss. Um, anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's get into some music here. So. 
We do have a regular segment we do on this show uh, where we go to our friend and foe of the podcast, Jared Thompson, to get his thoughts. He's our resident snob, and I okay. asked him if he had any thoughts on LFO. He did not leave a voicemail today. All he says is they had that one song that is uh, top ten worst ever. <laughs> that is all I know, and that had to be um, it had to be Summer <laughs> Girls because it's not girl on TV. I'll tell uh-uh. you that much. Nope. That's just no. still on my top twenty twenty one song list. That's how much girl, it is. is it actually? Yeah. That is oh my fucking God. insane! <laughs> that is it has one of the craziest reveal. lyrics ever. Shooby doo wop and Scooby Snacks. I have it as a sound effect. Yep. Uh, oh fuck! Did you put? Yes, you did. Wait, no, you didn't. Damn. Which one? Wait, yeah, you did. Okay, good. I was looking at the top five. I mixed it up. We'll listen to the other song next. So I forgot that I knew Girl on TV. I bought a. I didn't. I never had LFO's first album, but I bought their <laughs> single that had Summer Girls, and I believe it had this on it too. I'm pretty sure it might be a different song from there, but it had two songs, and I think the other one was this one. Um, let's go ahead and hear some of Girl on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Devin, he was a good student. He looked weird as hell, but. (laughs) (laughs) I wish we were a falling star. Wondering where you are. Do I ever cross your mind in the warm sunshine? She's from. Here we go. Should we do our big Scooby snacks? I met a fine girl with Kevin Lance. A-list actresses are hanging out at uh, county fairs. That's my question. (laughs) When would you ever see a famous actress at a county fair? I think that's why this, though, this song connected with me. Because, one, I thought it was like a good... Doo-wop, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt's in the music video because yes. she was dating Rich at the she time. She was dating Rich, yeah. And this is like Jennifer Love Hewitt, like, I know what you did last summer, Jennifer mm-hmm. Love Hewitt, like, right. high, like you know, prior for her uh, career. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is a dope song all around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Visually and audibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, of course, about uh, Lena Dunham, girl on TV. Yes. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, damn it. Uh, I was trying to find... <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about it. Tommy wrote this, but it was about it was gonna be about a child actor. But I couldn't, I couldn't remember any. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Rich Cronin began dating Jennifer Love Hewitt in 1999 after meeting her backstage at the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. Not exactly a county fair. <laughs> Blockbuster used to have their own awards. That is crazy. I, yeah, man, how the mighty have fallen. Um, the LFO lead singer wrote "Girl on TV" about Hewitt after she asked him to pin her a song. The gesture didn't prevent the actress from dumping Cronin the following year. <laughs> Damn, my man's down bad. It's a weird way to like, frame yep. that. 
<laughs> it's a year of dating. Yeah. It's yeah. Hey, you left him after he wrote a song for you a year ago? Uh, yeah, that's pretty. She's also in the music video, which was directed by Gregory Dark, uh, Britney Spears from the bottom of my broken heart, and Linkin Park's One Step Closer director. Oh, wow. Yep, uh, that song is uh, fine. <laughs> I I love that song. I remember uh, backstage before uh, uh, my friend Mike Brown and I we had our comedy outlier show at the Bell House, mm-hmm. and it was our first show at the Bell House. It was sold out, and we were like we were both really nervous. But like, I got the song for us, and I put on Girl on TV, <laughs> and I remember Mike just staring at me so incredulously, and he was like, "What the fuck are you playing?" <laughs> I'm like, man, this white guy, this white guy had a flow, man. He's like, he, he's like, I don't want to do this show with you anymore. Like, yeah, that's that's good. That's good to know. They also they do the thing in this song where in one of the verses they also say the Scooby Snacks thing. <laughs> it's like you're saying in the verse too. Yeah. You can't just have it in the. <laughs> yeah, he repeats it. Scooby Doo Wop and Scooby yeah. Snacks. I met a fly girl and I can't relax. My yeah. friends won't believe me. <laughs> wow. Why would uh, they believe you? No. They There's only two of them. <laughs> uh, that is one of the most normal of their songs. Yes. So I will give it gets, them that. It's going to get weirder. Yeah. <laughs> With the songs like the the cover from um, Saturday Night Fever, uh-huh. Can't Have You. That's one of the craziest. Uh, that's not even the craziest song on my list, though. Let's Yeah, let's go ahead and put that on. Or should we build up to that if you're saying that's the craziest the one? The craziest one is the one that's based off a uh, title of a famous movie. Yes. yes. So that's, that one is that should be our last <laughs> That one, I don't want to tease it What Do you guys hard. have to it listen to these songs that I pick? Yeah. yeah. I, was, I, listened this, I listened to this playlist for like two hours while I was playing 2K <laughs> just getting pissed off. <laughs> I listened to you pretty quickly, too. I you're know, like, you did. Six songs. You did. Like, I got you. Yep. <laughs> Give you me did. one minute. Was, this was impressed. one of those topics, too, where I was like, we're going to ask him for six songs, and he's going to be like, I got three. Yep. But you had, you had, <laughs> you had six go. and not even the biggest hit. It was so. crazy. Props I was to you. very yep. impressive, man. You came prepared, uh, unlike most guests that we have. <laughs> uh, it was very, uh, very impressive. All right, let's 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 go ahead and look. I want to hear the other uh, hit from this. So, oh, yeah. Uh, off your second I, album, right? Uh, I believe this is from the second album. Yeah, this is. Uh, this Which I listened to some of the second album today. It was a flop and it fucking sucked. <laughs> um, it's uh, really bad. Because I remember this song and I remember liking this song. So I was like, I forgot that this was even L- LFO because it sounded so different. Mm. But I remember they had at least one other song that I was into and this was it. So uh, this is every other time. And keep in mind, this is the radio edit, and this, yeah. uh, some of the shit they say on this is crazy. This whisper singer. Sometimes I'm cold, sometimes I'm cold. 
Kick it up, homegirl. Yeah. That's one of the worst lines. So everyone that I was gay. Oh, yes. I'm so bad. Funny that he says that like in a sing song. You like, <laughs> and you told everyone that I was gay. <laughs> and then he's like, "Keep it up, homegirl. Don't you quit. You know the yep. way you hit is the ultimate." I'm like, yep. "What are you yep. talking?" About? Hold on, you're right. We got to get to that. It's uh the that one of the worst lyrics I've ever heard is uh so sometimes uh where where is it? the swim around uh the ocean of our hearts oh, <laughs> oh yeah sometimes we sit around just the two of us on the park bench sometimes we swim swim around like the dolphins in the ocean of our hearts mm-hmm. he was high when he wrote that it's weird to it's Powerful weird to, this stuff. is uh we're recording this the day after Valentine's Day so uh but if if it's not too late if you want to send a belated <laughs> Valentine to someone. <laughs> That you want to swim around like the dolphins in the ocean. I did make a mix list for uh, my wife yesterday for Valentine's Day, and Girl on TV was on. <laughs> That's amazing. Does she like LFO? No, no, not at all. My wife is a border raised New Yorker that loves Biggie. She nice. does not like LFO. <laughs> Uh yeah, that's uh, yeah. Turn turn that racket off. Let's listen to some LFO. <laughs> that's great. This one's the one where when I was walking over, I was listening to this playlist and I didn't recognize it by the title. And then I was singing along and knew every word. And yes. I was like, Oh my god, I didn't even yeah. realize I knew this song because the lyrics are so weird simple. Yeah, it's yeah, easy to memorize for sure. I totally knew like all of it, and I was like, Oh my god, I didn't even think I knew this song. So mm. that was like it just put a spring in my step. <laughs> I think that um, I could be wrong, but I want to say that. Either girl on TV or every other time I was reading about it somehow got more radio play than Summer Girl according oh, wow. to something that I was reading. It was probably every other time because I, I remember they were like, really trying to push that it. was like the peak of like music videos, like especially pop music videos yeah. with TRL and all that stuff. I remember just hearing that song all the time. And it definitely is such so specific sounding to that time period. Yes, it just like feels like you're watching Lizzie McGuire <laughs> while you're listening to and it. it bl- like you know? all of it blurred together, and then yeah. hearing that song. There's like there's a ton of songs that if they come on, I'm like, oh shit! It's like you just said. It. It's like I know every word, and I yeah. don't remember this song. <laughs> How is that possible? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn it! I I just thought of another one that I, now I want to listen to later, but I can't remember <laughs> the name of it. It's from two twin brothers who. Have like a some damn it. This is gonna drive me. The nuts. Menendez brothers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll figure it out later. Somebody will send it to me. I'm sure. So the summer of 2001 brought the new single every other time, which actually surpassed Summer Girls in terms of radio play. Looking back, Fischetti says, 
I wish we hadn't spent so much money on the video, but we were trying to keep up with the Joneses. By this time, an, in, an MTV Cribs parody was right on trend. The song set the second uh, album, Life is Good, up for big first week sales numbers. We were projecting 150 to 200,000 in that range, but by this time, kids were cutting back on their CD expenditures and diving <laughs> into the free-for-all that was file sharing. It did like 60,000. We were like, wow, the Napster effect is real. Normally, I would say uh, he's probably <laughs> blaming something that's not real, but I actually think he's right. <laughs> that was ter- that was truly a time that where people were still buying albums. Yeah, yeah, I at that time I would have if I was buying albums, I probably would have bought that album just because I liked Summer Girls so much, and I was listening to that, and that was when I was into buying CDs and tapes, and then. Right around then is when my buddy was like, oh, I'll just burn you CDs and mm. whatever you want. And I was like, hell yeah, fuck the music industry. <laughs> fuck the artists. I mean, they fucked themselves. Yeah, right? yeah, and now they're yeah. fucking everybody else. Yep, yep, yep. It's so fucked. Um, all right. Every other time ended up being the only single from Life is Good. LFO decided to take a hiatus. Uh, that's boy <laughs> band for We Broke Up. Uh, Freshetti, that's what Freshetti says, I think. Uh, Freshetti started uh, working at an independent record label, learning the, uh, b- the business from a different perspective. Cronin joined the cast of the VH1 reality show Mission Man Band, uh, <laughs> briefly starting a new group uh, with Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick, Kirkpatrick right? yeah. and Jeff Timmons <laughs> of 98 Degrees and Brian Abrams of Color Me Bad. These boy band guys do not quit. I just recently saw a Christmas special with like Joey Fatone, yep. uh, Mel, B, uh, Mel C from the Spice Girls, yeah, like yeah. Chris Kirkpatrick. Like they're milking this. For the rest of their lives. Do it, you know? <laughs> I don't fault yeah. them, yeah. It's just so... <laughs> it's your money, man. I'm sure if the LFO guys were still, like, around or in the business, they would have done mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, what is the... So, apparently, they were pissed off about... Uh, oh, so the third single uh, from the first album... This is where I was getting mixed up. Because uh, they did uh, Girl on TV and uh, Summer Girls. And then uh, they follow, the label insisted LFO follow up the boy band template of release a ballad as the third single. This Fischetti insists it should have been West Side Story. Instead, I don't want to kiss you. Good night came out. It was oh, embraced by radio. Song. So did you? You didn't put out. I don't want to kiss you. No, all their now. slow songs are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I listened to that today. I listened to a bunch of them to like get back in the mode. And yeah, I don't want to kiss you. Good night sucks. I'll just play people a second of it because I did remember it immediately. They try to be like ninety eight degrees with this one. Gonna, and it's even not, their even yeah. the album cover looks like a ninety eight like their their <laughs> logo looks like a ninety eight degrees uh parody. So it's very clear that's what they're doing. They like they're they're fully leaning boy band here. I will say though, he says they it should have been West Side Story. And I think that leads us into I think we gotta listen to West Side Story now because I I think that leads us into it. This song so pissed crazy. me off so much <laughs> so <insane>. but <laughs> and then the rap verse of this one's even crazier because rich tries to like go eminem on it and it's so it's cuckoo bananas like that's the only way to describe it yep yep all right let me uh see if i, can but I used to rollerblade around listen to this song so. <laughs> <laughs> all right here is some of west side story <laughs> spielberg heard this and was like i gotta make a movie <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honey, this is a song that's in my head. 
I think my wife once said that he sounds like the way that Rich Rap sounds like an overexcited kid that has like ADD that the <laughs> the, the English teacher's just like just write down your thoughts yeah. on this piece of paper. He just keeps like seeing things. It's like the it's like the, they're driving while he's doing it. He just he says one thing that's song related and then he just names what he saw on the street. <laughs> he says Johnny Rocket got her number in my pocket. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever hated I don't know if I've ever hated a lyric more than Veronica's the song that's in my head. Veronica's the name I've often said. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I like that her friends talk about him every day. He sees her friends talking about him every day. I think day. this guy's paranoid. <laughs> I think no he's way. paranoid schizophrenic. They're saying not only are they talking about you every day, but you're seeing it. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine they were doing like a versus against like let's say like Lil Wayne. And he just does like you know, Mr. Carter, and then, <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, guys, let's hit him with the West Side Story." <laughs> check, check. So, yo, my flow on this is so crazy; he's not gonna know what to do. And I'm still on beat. Yeah, that's the job. What? <laughs> Johnny Rocket, the oh shit! <laughs> I'm shaking to breaking and making bacon uh, to do with you and your crew, and ain't nothing but grabbing a mic and I'm smacking a mic and I'm still on beat. <laughs> smacking a mic. Be smacking a mic. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna hurt yourself like, when you smack on, a mic. <laughs> so you can't stop the blood rush and you can't stop love. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Listen, they didn't deserve a Pulitzer, but you know they were going for something here. I do love that he's like. It reminds me of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, that's the name of the song, man. That's what, that's what West Side Story's uh, based on. He's like, it reminds me of West Side Story. It also kind of reminds me of Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, that was Veronica. I'm sorry. West Side Story. Yep. I I kept thinking that song was called Veronica. Um, 
Because that's the song that's in his head. They do say that name a lot. He also says it's the song that's in his head. I'd like to hear that song. (laughs) Put that one on, brother. Man, that sucks. (laughs) All right, let's hear another one. Uh, What do we got left here? So now we've heard Girl on TV. Every other time, West Side Story. So what we have left here, uh, let's let's hear Can't Have You. Yep. Yeah. It's a big world. For real. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so crazy? I'm notorious on my podcast for like getting butchering song lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like I say, like I like, my brain just sometimes calculates things differently than what the singers are actually doing. Uh-huh. But LFO, oh, I like yeah. get right all the time. <laughs> it's like LFO and Kanye. Those are the only people like I <laughs> yep. do not fuck up a word. <laughs> um, you guys watch Boz Burgers? Yes, yes. So the boy band that they, you know, that they have on the show, people are always like assuming that they like are parodying One Direction and stuff like that. I think they are in regards to the number of people, but I think the writers are probably around my age, yeah, mid thirties, yeah. and I think they're actually parodying LFO because some of their intros are like the way that Rich does the oh, intros and songs. Oh, like, shit, hey boo boo, oh yeah, how you doing, girl? <laughs> like this, because just yeah. Who are they talking to? <laughs> I love shine bright like constellations. Girl, you got my heart. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's such an arrogant line. Too. That's great. He's trying to he's just trying to get some uh algorithm stuff going. <laughs> That's uh what a what a crazy what a crazy song. Oh my god. Uh something about those freaky things you do. Uh, good stuff. That one's at least fun, but it's like it's because it's <laughs> it, it, the, the beat the even sounds song. silly. It sounds almost like a Looney Tunes like pop song. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, but it's it's a fun one. All, All right. right, we got two more songs here. We gotta we gotta get through these because we gotta get to the Peanut Gallery, uh, who I'm sure had thoughts today. All right, next song. Um, this is uh, from the. I mean, this is the name. I believe this is the name of the album, right? Life is good. Yeah. Uh, yep. And this. So this is the uh, titular song. It's more rocky than anything they really put out. Yes. Here is "Life Is Good" featuring MOP. <laughs> this one also pissed me off. <laughs> Life is good. Life is great. 
Yeah, this verse is terrible. MOP, I don't know what they were doing. Baby, it's on. A mother shed tears at the same time a baby is born. Yeah, that's, that was a crazy. I remember even as a town, a life is lost. The young thug was knocked off and the heat was tossed. It's, uh, I remember as a teenager being like, that was that was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need to listen yeah, to this song. Crazy. Yeah, it is the thing that you feel like they finished it and they were like, we just did it. Like that yeah. was a magnum well, opus. Yeah, none like, of them play <laughs> instruments, I don't think. Yeah. So like the fact that it's like a rock song yeah. with this angry verse. You're yeah. like, <laughs> angry what were they doing in the studio? <laughs> uh, it's so good. <laughs> Two comments on this song uh, on songmeanings.com. I like this song. It makes me happy. God bless you all forever. May his face shine upon you. Uh, that is I feel like that's Jesus. Brad from the LFO. Still, uh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yes, this song makes me smile. So fun. Um, but it's like, it's, it's, not, it's fun. not fun. No. At all. I, the part where it's like, what is the dumbass? Oh yeah, she smiles as if she cares. <laughs> this and then this the guy named Patrick did it too. Uh, yeah, that one. Uh, Just I mean brutal. the thought of like, what would you do if you woke up tomorrow and there was no more sorrow? <laughs> being be like, happy. Powerful. Like, this is so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh my the, God. this is their take on Imagine. It really I, is. That's what I was thinking. I think it's, it's like, actually much better. <laughs> just <laughs> stupid ass idealism of like, oh, that'd be so cool if there was no more sorrow. I would love that. I don't think you would. <laughs> the thing is, I think Rich wrote for a lot of people too. Oh really? I don't think it was just for LFO. I That's feel like he crazy. wrote a few other pop songs damn that's wild he um, wrote uh closer by nine inch nails i remember <laughs> he did that one he did that. <laughs> uh all right let's hear the last song oh, on this boy. playlist uh it is baby be mine I don't oh my one. god you have to go to the verse on this one all right let's see <laughs> yeah there we go okay i get you Left, baby. I'm here for you, baby. I 
baby be mine. <laughs> Devin killed this song, though. He... Oh. <laughs> Don't be in love. Like the most lucid. (laughs) Truly, like that is somebody who's like falling asleep on the telephone. I'll be back if you if you like that. Um, (laughs) There's rest your head with a sensual kiss. (laughs) He's like, I must admit that I got love, Jones. Baby, you mind and you won't be alone. I'm like, oh my god. Oh yeah, there it is. For whatever reason, though, I feel like. This shit's mad charming, though. It's like it's yeah. it, it's terrible, but he's selling it true really yes. well. That's true. Oh yeah, right after he says that, he says, "Let me turn that frown upside down." <laughs> that is crazy. But yeah, it's very earnest, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is bonkers. Oh, there's comments on this one too. Uh, Spoiled princess says the girl has feelings <laughs> for this guy, and every time her and her man have problems, she turns to him for a shoulder to cry on, and he is saying leave him because they deserve to be together. The guy is always there for her, even when her man's there for her. <laughs> I love when somebody just is like, "I'm just gonna explain this song <laughs> that's very obvious." Pretty spoiled. <laughs> Pretty spoiled Should be princess. spoiler princess. Yeah. <laughs> 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 somebody listening to a song like, "Hey, don't spoil the." Ending. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, people are so sensitive about spoilers yeah. these days. What's up with this cancel culture yeah. these days? People are so sensitive. <laughs> uh, all right, that's the playlist. Um, yep. I feel insane. I've been listening to this shit all day. <laughs> I listen to this shit all month. <laughs> I love this shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, before uh, we we move on here, we uh, before we move on to the ratings of the playlist, we have. Uh, we go to the peanut gallery as we do every week on the show. The listeners of the show get to uh, get to chime in their thoughts on whatever band we are talking about. We go to the Patreon people first. Uh, and uh, by the way, thanks to everybody who sent me workout shit. Uh, a few people chimed in with stuff like that. I'm gonna I'm going to the gym after this very podcast. I'm gonna throw some of these on. Uh, but all right. So Alex Schubert says about. Uh, LFO something something summer girls. Thank you, Alex. Uh, <laughs> that was valuable. Um, Robert Trim, or sorry, Ron Trimbath says uh, forever may have been thrown away. Slow jam from their first album. Been a throwaway slow jam from their first album. But try telling that to us kids at Skate World in Longview, Washington, in the fall of 1999. That was the slow skate banger for a bunch of middle school kids discovering their bodies. Something I'm sure that Tommy knows better than all of us. <laughs> 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 Research that he stands to this very day. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Queef Wellington says LFO, more like LMFAO. This music fucking sucks. <laughs> Come on. Damn. 
<laughs> they didn't have to go so hard. No, no, no. Uh, Jess uh, Tabor says, Can't Have You is a certified underrated banger. Yeah. That song fucks. Uh, there you go. Uh, Quinn says, Tommy says, LFO, these guys are too old for me. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Uh, Toby Braithwaite says New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits which is more than can be said of LFO Dang. themselves. Damn, Toby. <laughs> the listeners get sassier each week. Like, yeah, we're really, uh, what's happening in this cynical world? A, <laughs> New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. Like, what, do you, mm-hmm. what does that even mean? He must yeah. be ordering the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty easy I to not Chinese get sick so from much. Chinese food. And I never get Was he sick. elucidating what he wrote? He's like, oh man, I have some bad Chinese food. <laughs> and new kids block it a I'm lot. glad that he's like I mean not that they would have t- it sounds like one of them turned this way but I feel like uh, if you know there's a chance with like Kid Rock doing what he's doing mm-hmm. there's a chance like if they were still around they'd be on some Chinese flu makes me sick. Oh, <laughs> um, oh shit. I think we would have heard that from them. If, if Yeah based on knows. like what I know about Brad yeah. who's a surviving member like I feel like he said that um, he wished that they used their fame to like get out more of his pro life messaging. Oh, Imagine like doing girl on TV, and then after like he just goes on a rant on stage <laughs> on pro life. <laughs> uh, all right, do we have anything from the old Twitter? We Tommy? got two tweets. We got uh, Austin Typebro Negative said it's wild to think that half that band is dead. Uh, yeah. And uh, he said he also quoted, "You love hip hop and rock and roll. Dad took off when you were four years old." It's an iconic line. Oh, I. I forgot to mention this earlier, but I found out that about LFO, that two of the members died. I was at a softball game, and it was right before I went up to bat, and then Summer Girls was playing, and one of my teammates was like, you know, two of these guys are dead. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just in my head. I was, I was I, batting. I, that's, that's insane. And then you hit a home run. And then I, yeah, that's the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and the, 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 uh, the other tweet was uh, Brian Breslau said, uh, they called William Shakespeare Billy must be an appreciation episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. Very funny. That very is funny. very funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. Now we have the Facebook. I can't get to all these because we don't have time. But uh, thanks to everybody who uh, submitted stuff. And again, get on the Patreon for guaranteed uh, getting your thoughts read. Um, shit. Oh, I don't think. Did we mention? I think we talked about it before we started recording. Uh, but you already knew what LFO stood for. Yes. I don't think we've said it on the oh, actual yeah. recording. Oh, though. yeah. Uh, did, did you know this before today, Tommy? I saw it today when I was reading. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. before today, but uh, you said it as we were doing the sound check. Uh, light, funky ones. Yep. I didn't find this out until college. Oh, really? Until college? Find, so I, mean, I remember telling... I remember... <laughs> I think I was telling my roommate about LFO. He's like, what does LFO stand for? I'm like, I don't know. And then I looked it up and I was like, light, funky ones, <laughs> yeah. which makes it sound less cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was their name for a while. And then they uh, they brought in a new member when uh, the original guy left. And he was like, we should switch to LFO. And then apparently in uh, the UK, they had to stick with uh, light, funky <laughs> yeah. ones because there was already someone named LFO or something. Yeah. Uh, pretty crazy. They had, char- they had charted on uh, British charts before... Uh, summer girls with some covers, I think. I mean that that usually happens with a lot of these boy bands that take them overseas. Yeah. Like the same thing happened with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they always like Lou Pearlman. He was right. a fucked up dude, but oh, he dude. essentially perfected that boy band oh, model yeah. where yeah. he's like, we build you up international, so then you're guaranteed ticket sales, 
and then we start marketing you to U.S. markets, but you always have the international stuff to fall back on. That's why some of these music artists, they never tour in the U.S., That's but they'll wild. go Interesting. to yeah. a bunch of different countries because they're huge there. Yeah, I forgot. I'm, we don't have to get too much into this, but I was reading. I just searched. I always search uh, controversy of whatever band, mm. and uh, the first one was not LFO, the band related. It was related to some sort of like mining called LFO or something, but then the other shit was all Lou Pearlman related. He apparently yeah. fucked them out of a lot of money, and then... Uh, oh, I didn't even realize they were a Lou Pearlman. Band. Yeah, oh, I didn't wow. either. He also tried I mean, that makes to- sense. Once you said that quote about, like, we shouldn't have spent so much money in the music video, Yeah, that's usually yeah. you're in a terrible contract where yeah. they take the budget out yeah. of the music video right. out of your, your That take, is crazy. Which is up. what they used to do back then, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But uh, he also apparently uh, solicited, uh, I think, Rich to see his penis. Oh, and so, yeah, not good. Anyway, let's get to the old Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> immediately. So I say, uh, I, this is important, but I say we're talking about LFO on the podcast. If you have thoughts, a uh, friend of the show, Melinda Castor, said liquid thoughts. And then she realized that that was actually O-Town <laughs> that she was thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh man, Jamie Carbone says God killed two thirds of them, which is proof they're his least favorite boy band. Whoa. Now that's not very nice, Jamie. Um, <laughs> Jay Mandiam says, uh, "Why was it Michael J. Fox played Alex P. Keaton and not Michael J. Fox played Deputy Major Michael J. Flaherty?" <laughs> um, I, I, don't I don't think get it. it. <laughs> I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it flowed, my man. Uh, let's see. Adam Quaslo uh, says every other time, honestly, wasn't a bad song. All right. Uh, a man duh says Brad Fischetti could get it. Uh, it being this sixth grade tale. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, Tommy's trying to get that too. Oh, no. I think we hit the quota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Melissa Ann says, always on my party mix. Uh, always a hit. Um, damn, there's a lot of these. Uh, all right. Kelly Collette says, uh, they were the original influencers, said some brands, and we were all like, yep, that's, that's what, is that what I need? Uh, it's true. Yep. They did put, uh, Abercrombie, Abercrombie and Fitch, yep. Fitch on the map to me. I didn't even know what Abercrombie and Fitch was until this song, actually. Oh, really? I think I learned about it and then I was pissed off. Like it we came saying. out like I remember in Ann Arbor, Michigan, it launched around the same time as this song. And yeah. I remember one, I couldn't afford it. And two, like, it smelled so weird that I thought that meant like money. I thought that like that smell like equal wealth. And I just, <laughs> oh man, I was so resentful of them for a little bit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, Mike Carraza says, I started singing Summer Girls in the car once with my girlfriend, and she'd never heard it and thought I was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I know that feeling. I was like, you don't Uh, know about LFO to my wife? She's like, no. (laughs) I don't know about LFO. This is bizarre. Marcus Monroe said, I just spent like two hours hanging with uh, Brad a few weeks ago. Great dude. Whoa. No no other details? No. All right. That's crazy. All right. Uh We also, oh, Chris Condren said, I liked Steal My Sunshine, which I have which to assume Lent. is Lent. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's a good song, though. <laughs> that is a great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's one last thing here, but I... I L-A-T-E-R. Mike Cronin texted me about this app. He says, don't know if you've already done the podcast, but LFO played at Alex Stone's school in junior high because some kid was sick or something. So there you go. Alex didn't chime in, so that's all we get. Wow. Uh, all right, that is the 
Uh, that's the segment. So that brings us to our final part of the show, which is where we rate and review the playlist. But before we do that, uh, Brandon, you get to give us your final thoughts on LFO. Listen, I know the lyrics make no sense. I know the beats are very elementary. Uh, but like I said, they're charming as hell. I think the the songs I picked are definitely their best ones. Um, I actually, I always will advocate that I thought Devin was a really good boy band singer, mm-hmm. given the material he he had to work with. I think he's way better than 98 Degrees, Nick Lachey, and all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's just, it brings a smile to my face, man. Just like doing this was just so much fun. Because I'm like, oh yeah, these, these lyrics are batshit crazy, but <laughs> I can't stop listening. So, uh, I think you put that very well. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a tough one for me because <laughs> uh, I really hated some of the songs and i've said on here before i'm very uh lyric heavy like i that's how i think that's that was a lot of what i like about music and some of this is brutal i would be absolutely full of shit if i acted like i didn't love this band when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and like i still i know you don't like summer girls but uh i loved that song back in the day if it comes on i'm not mad uh girl on tv is fun i didn't even know that uh that that dude was dating uh uh jennifer love you that's that's pretty sick every other time i still just enjoy it. it's yeah. such a fun song and then uh can't have you was a good time i'm gonna give this a solid 2.75 out of six um but because i just really hated what that story <laughs> and uh and it's life the- is good <laughs> Yep. But it was fun. I, I this was one of the most fun episodes in a while. I, I, I had a great time listening to this. Yeah, uh, Tommy, what do you got? Well, I'm going to go with a with a feelings based pick. I know that facts don't care about my feelings, but uh, that's true. It's very rare that when I'm listening to a playlist for the show, just the playlist itself puts me in a good mood, and that's what happened today. It just made me happy nice. listening to this, and probably because I have the like I hear Summer Girls every once in a while when someone's doing like a throwback thing. But other than yeah. that, you never hear these other songs like Girl on TV or. <laughs> And it was just uh, it just made me happy, so I had to go over three, and I'm gonna give it all the way to four, even though I think they suck. I just think <laughs> <laughs> I think they suck, but they made me happy. Yeah, so that fair. is what that's I will fair. say. And you get to you get to rate the playlist too. Uh, out of six, right? Yeah, yeah. Six. I'm going with a five out of six. <laughs> I'm writing a screenplay right now that takes place in 2003. Hell yeah! And uh, I always put like songs and like scenes that I like, you know, the way I envision it. Love and that. girl on TV appears not once but twice. <laughs> That's incredible. And it's like a running joke with the main character. That's They're like, great. "Why do you keep playing this? Like, it's so good. <laughs> They're never gonna stop." <laughs> that is incredible, uh, Brandon. This was so fun, man. Thank you, uh, man. Thanks for coming on, and uh, everybody, check out uh, the podcast. Uh, what was it called? Media popcorn. Media popcorn dot com. Everybody, yes, get on that. Do you do? Then... I, I, do you do current releases or do you do mix? Of yeah, that? we do everything. Okay, we okay. do everything. Yeah. So like a. Uh, We'll do Spider Man, No Way Home one week, and then the oh, next week yeah. we'll do like Look Who's Talking. Like it's all over okay, the place. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then uh, do you have any live shows coming up people can check out? Oh, uh, what's this coming out? This is coming out uh, probably tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you're in Boston, come hang out at Drunk Black History at Somerville, Massachusetts at the Rockwell Theater. I love that theater. Uh, it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Really excited about that. So uh, come through, drunkblackhistory.com. But if you're in New York City, the following Friday, uh, February 25th, we're at the Bell House, Drunk Black History. Uh, both shows are going to be really awesome. The New York show will be live streamed too, like if you're not in the Northeast, uh, drunkblackhistory.com. Yeah, that's what I got. Hell Thanks. yeah. Uh, I am going to be in St. Louis this very weekend at the mm. Helium. So come out to that. After that, I'm doing a run of Kansas City shows. 
the next weekend, Thursday to Saturday. It's the first weekend of March, which will be fun. I've never been to Kansas City, so I'm excited. And uh, we have Good God at uh, Union Hall this Sunday, uh, the 20th, if you happen yes. to be in New York or Brooklyn. And, uh, yeah, my uh, epic special is coming out. Hey, I March saw the trailer. 4th. Oh, you did? I still haven't even seen it. I got to see this thing. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be March 4th. Uh, so check that out. It's uh, it's It's pretty fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm coming to Indianapolis and, uh, where else? Uh, North Carolina and Austin. So check my calendar if you live there. And, uh, Tommy, what you got? Well, this Friday I'll be doing a little twofer. I'm going to be at 50 First Jokes at the Bell House, which is always a fun time. You see 50 comedians do a, their first joke they yes. wrote this year. That's always fun. And then later that night I will be at a great place to hang out, Cobra Club, doing that show and then singing karaoke probably after. So oh, that'll be a fun time. Hell yeah. That's fun as hell. Uh, last thing I'll say, uh, I said this at the beginning of uh, last week's, I think, but uh, my sister has an Etsy shop that's really fun where she sells macrame stuff, Starlight Craft Studio. Our listeners get 25% off with uh, promo code SBYB25. That's Starlight Craft Studio. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Brandon. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Keep it crispy. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 